0: Welcome back, Wine Moms, to another episode of the Mommy Wines Podcast. The Mommy Wines Podcast is an MW Network and Emma Don production brought to you by Real Good Foods, EDJ Consulting, Zaya Active, NakedWines.com, and Coffee Over Cardio. For more information on the MW Network, visit TheMommyWines.com. The saying goes, if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. As a financial services consultant, I believe that to be true. For me, being a financial consultant is sharing my knowledge, skills, and experiences with others and watching them succeed in making their dreams become a reality. With a decade of family and business financial planning experience, I decided to leave behind the 9-to-5 high-rise corporate grind for a more personal and flexible lifestyle. I am now able to aid in the success of my clients that I want to work with while being the mother I always wanted to be. My firm, EDJ Consulting, specializes in small to medium-sized business bookkeeping and payroll processing. If you are a business owner or know someone who is and located in the US, please go visit AmaDon.com for a full list of professional services offered. Now, if you're a mom like me and looking for a more flexible professional career opportunity, that you can do anywhere, anytime, maybe becoming a home bookkeeper is right for you. Pre-sales for the Home Bookkeeper Masterclass are now available under the resources page on my website, amadon.com This course includes everything you need to know about starting your own home bookkeeping business, from learning the number one accounting program to building your brand and gaining your first clients. Go visit emadon.com today. Uh-huh.
1: Sunday oh
0: (laughs) yes Sundays are my favorite for real I know there's a lot of stuff that I wanted to touch on basically um the doula being a mom of five and a nurse that's (laughs) a lot yeah I
1: have
0: have one and I'm like man if I had to multiply Milo by five I would just die
1: (laughs) i'm pretty sure you would do it we i think i think we all feel that way and and really us going to five was not planned at all and um i say to everyone like when they say like how do you do it i'm like it's controlled chaos every day is like right now before i joined with you i'm like taking scissors away from marley that's the (laughs) four-year-old asking juliana to put away puzzles that i've asked her like Six times to put away these puzzles that she's not even using so it's it's definitely always control chaos but my house is an a a party every day and I love that
0: I thought about it at one point because when I was growing up it was just me and my mom
1: and Mm -hmm. it
0: was like kind of quiet kind of boring she ran her home health (laughs) care business so she was always you know hanging out with you know, old people pretty much, like, taking care of them, and my whole family's in medicine, so I'm the only one that went into finance, and so she's, like, doing all her nursing stuff and whatever, and I'm just, like, man, like, I don't know, I was, like, I was kind of bored, my house was quiet, there was a lot of freedom, like, I got to watch whatever I wanted on TV, because it was just me, I didn't have to, like, fight over the remote or share a bedroom.
1: Oh, yes yeah we don't um so we have two sets of girls so like there's the I'll I'll refer to them a lot like the older girls so I have one that's about to graduate college and she still lives at home which is amazing and then the one that follows her is about to be 19 so they share a bedroom and Every so often they'll complain about it. (laughs) Then my son is in the middle. He, you know, he has his own bedroom. And then the little girls, which are, they're like our sprinkles. I say our sprinkles on top because they were like total surprises. (laughs) That's cute. (laughs) And um, so they're five and four and they share a bedroom. So it, the bedroom part is like, I don't think they care because we spend so much time together. You know how it is. Like the kitchen is the hub of every, every house. I oh think. yeah. No matter how big your house is or how small your house is, everybody wants to be in the kitchen. That's the sweet spot.
0: Yeah, I, and it's crazy too because it's just me and Milo. So we have a townhouse here in Salt Lake City. Uh huh. And. I actually might end up just getting bar stools and putting them on like my counter bar area and just completely getting rid of our dining table because he has picked up hockey and, <laughs> and he's three years old. So I'm like, okay, you have two years to be obsessed with hockey at home. And then I'm sticking you on the ice. And, but every time I go into the kitchen, he thinks it's like time to play hockey so I'll be doing anything, cooking, cleaning, putting dishes away, whatever I'm doing in the kitchen. And then he immediately is like, oh, we're going in the kitchen. And I'm like, man, come on. <laughs> There's not <laughs> enough room for to get in here.
1: You should totally do that. I'm all about like not having conventional things. Like We gave up having like the whole guest room idea a long time ago because I was like, why am I formatting my home just in case people come over why not format my home for us that live here every day that's true so yeah I totally do not have a breakfast nook because that turns into like my little mini office (laughs) and I totally have bar stools because that's where they love to sit for everything homework breakfast dinner everything so I think you should totally do that for Milo he, he would love it
0: I know I'm, I was thinking about listing my table on the Facebook marketplace <laughs> and then putting like a, like a goal in my dining room where my table <laughs> is now And then just getting to bar stools because I have a bar area and I'm looking at it right now. And like he's only three. So whenever I'm cooking or doing anything and he's not playing hockey, he still like likes to be up my butt all the time. So I sit him on the counter already and I'm like, man, it would just be so much easier if he could just climb up on some stools by himself and I can just do my thing but yeah I'm looking at my kitchen right now and I'm like oh man that table has to go
1: (laughs) yep and you can always like maybe put it to the side and do a little bit of a trial period put it in a in a storage or something or you know what you if even if you sell it you can always get another one you know that's true it's fun to try new things and and just see how it works out oh I've played with
0: I have so messed around with like the furniture and the decor of my house (laughs) because when I was living in Nevada I had like a single level condo and then I moved over here to Salt Lake and I was on the third floor of an apartment complex because I'd never lived in the city before so I rented a an apartment in a like a I don't know what you'd call it like a complex or whatever mm-hmm. and I was on the third floor and I am like okay well I'm not buying any furniture because if I buy furniture for this apartment and when I move after I find a new place what if it doesn't fit and then how am I going to get it up three flights of stairs oh
1: my goodness
0: so I just had the furniture I came with bought a couple little things to kind of make organization better and I moved into the townhouse and now I'm like okay I should furnish this place But now it's like, it's just too much effort.
1: (laughs) Online, online is, you know, as moms, you know, online is our jam. I feel so bad sometimes for storefronts, but who has the time? I don't, I don't have the time. So like you said, I, I have my RN role, so I still do that full time. I, I actually work in medical foster care, which is a program here in Florida and that is really something that's that's near and dear to my heart. And then my doula life. And then I have the blog. So shopping is mainly online. Unless the older girls drag me to the store or something like that.
0: <laughs> online is a lifesaver. I just Instacarted groceries yesterday. Because I was like, on the days that Milo spends with his dad like he goes every other weekend which are why these podcasts are every other weekend available um but it's like I feel like I do more work when he's gone than I do when he's here so I'm like I'm totally not gonna instacart like I'm just gonna go to the store I'm gonna shop around see what else is out there you know maybe try some new things but i just got so busy and i'm like i can't but i need food mm-hmm. there's nothing yep. in the fridge but yes tell me more about what all the things all the things you got going on because <laughs> i found you on instagram and i was like man this lady is killing it
1: <laughs> thank you she has got um, it going
0: on and i just have to hear more
1: oh thank you so much well thanks for having me first of all um This is only my second podcast interview ever, and I really loved the whole theme behind "Mommy Wines." I love that. Yes, so I was I was just so thrilled to come on. So thank you so much.
0: You're welcome. Thanks for being my guest.
1: (laughs) So all the things. Um, So I realized recently, which is so weird, because now you know, as you get older, you realize more about yourself and. Um, your your traits and maybe your downfall. So one thing is, I realize that I have a hard time saying no.
0: Mm,
1: yep. which I'm gonna get better at. I promise. <laughs> I promise. I'm gonna get better at. But then I realize that I'm also very much a like my my brain is is very much a dreamer. So all the things that I have going on are like none of them make me super exhausted or anything like that, because they're all just amazing things. You know, the, the doula be, becoming a doula was something. So we'll back up to when I became a nurse, I really went into nursing because I, I really thought that I would be that L and D nurse, that I would be able to be next to moms and be next to families. And, and help them through this amazing experience, right? Right. And so I get to L&D, and I'm doing my rotation, and I'm just like, wow, they they don't stay with the patient. More than like 5, 10 minutes. I don't know where you had Milo, if you had him in a hospital or out of hospital, but do you do you remember that? It was like the nurse was always in and out.
0: Yeah, I had him at a hospital, and it was like the worst experience ever.
1: Oh no. See, that makes me so sad. You're not the only one. I speak to women almost once a day and their experience was poor and it's not the nurse's fault because of course they're my peers. I'm not going to bash them. It's just the way that our medical system is set up, right? Right. They have, a lot of, they have a lot of patients. They have a lot of responsibility. They have to call doctors so they can't be at your bedside. So then the term doula came around, and my mom has always been my doula. She, it's so funny. She's like the most nervous person ever. Like, she's always thinking the girls are gonna fall or somebody's <laughs> gonna hurt themselves. But during labor and childbirth, she is the most calm, peaceful, says the right words. Like, really? Just, yes. She just switches it on and off, huh? Yeah, and I I really wish she would become a doula. Maybe she could join me and my company, but <laughs> but I don't think she's ready for that. And then my husband was also also amazing. So I had amazing birth experiences with all of them. And I was like I really want to give that to other moms. So how how else can I do that besides becoming a doula and it it's just great because I'm already a nurse so I have that that medical background so I'm able to explain things better to my clients and then I was I was a doula by myself and one love for about four years four plus years and then we grew into a team because other women kind of resonated with our mission and our goals and that has been amazing that's
0: great I it just it blows my mind because don't know like I never really had a whole lot of like people with babies around me the only time I did was when my sister had my niece and my sister was married to a guy who was from Puerto Rico Mm -hmm. and his mom came up when she was I think still pregnant and she was like by her side and she stayed for like six months after my niece was born yeah um and she I think she actually she ended up extending her trip longer than that um because she had to have like surgery or something she had like some medical issues my niece is a teenager now so it's like (laughs) me and my my brain are like trying to remember all that's (laughs) going on because it was like 15 16 years ago but yeah so But she was like up here, she was like cleaning and like helping with the baby and just, you know, being around and being helpful. And I was like thinking about that when I was pregnant with my son. And during my pregnancy, I did a ton of research because I really didn't have any kind of like mother role models or anybody I could ask questions to. So I really kind of dived into this whole like mommy blogging community. Yes. And I asked questions and I read articles and I was just like trying to absorb all of like the mommy knowledge. And it was so weird because there were so many diversifying opinions, you know, and motherhood and whatever. Yes. There's, mm-hmm. oh, vaccinate, don't vaccinate. Oh, you got to have a water birth or a home birth or don't do the drugs or you got to go to a hospital. Like all of these things, it was very overwhelming. But one of the things I noticed was I was talking to a friend of mine who we have a lot of mutual friends, but we just mostly communicate online. And she had this whole like very natural pathic labor and delivery. And she was like very relaxed and she had like focused breathing and all of this stuff going on. Um, while I had a very, um, dramatic I guess <laughs> like <laughs> hospital labor and I was like freaking out I was stressed I was on and off alone because like like you're saying like there weren't people who were helpful constantly around they would come in check some pieces of paper or read a machine and then leave yeah and like when me and her were talking about our experiences, they were so drastically different. And I was talking to her. I was like, I wonder if there's ever any like just something in the middle. Like, does it have to be a hundred percent one way or a hundred percent another way?
1: Absolutely not. Absolutely that's that's such a great like question and a great viewpoint because I do meet a lot of people that when they hear the term doula or when they hear the term um, natural birth or something like that, they automatically assume, you know, unmedicated and we're not in a hospital or something like that. When actually most of my clients, I want to say probably about 90% are in the hospital. They choose us because they want that calmness and they want that so that constant support. And not only that, but partners are also choosing us too because they want a little bit of um, the pressure to come off of them because, of course, this is the first time that they're experiencing this. How, how are they going to know how to what to do or how to talk to the laboring mom or the laboring person when we've been through this probably – you know, close to a hundred times. Um, but there is there is definitely a middle. I think it starts like where you went with Milo. It, it starts with the education, educating yourself. And what I tell clients about when they ask me, like, so why do why do you feel I need a doula? Because you know, my friend is amazing and my mother in law is amazing. Why do I why do you think I need a doula? And I say, Well, because I am I, you can consider me your friend, or you can even consider me a mother in law, but I come without my personal opinion. I come with evidence based information. Um, and, see,
0: that's nice. Yeah. That would be very helpful because, yeah. oh my gosh, I cannot tell you how many times my son's grandma. <laughs> and she comes in with the greatest of hearts. You know, she has mm-hmm. the best interest in mind, but her view of best and my view of best, <laughs> or best yes. are very, very different. And yes. that whole like neutral Switzerland thing that I feel like is ideal. Cause you can have yeah. your mom or you can have, you know, someone personal to you and I'm sure you allow
1: them in the room too, if it's like the mom's choice, right? Oh yes, that's some um, uh, I always tell um, moms and and dads if they're there is is you guys are running the show. I'm not running the show. I'm there as an extra set of hands. I tell them consider consider your birth or your labor and birth experience. Like you have a toolkit, and your doula is part of your toolkit, and we're gonna be there for everything that you may need, even if it is that, you know, your best friend is there with you and your best friend is getting tired. Because of course, I can go through a 24 hour labor, your mother in law or your mom maybe cannot, they haven't been through that. So that's they may need to tap out or they may need me to run and go get some coffee for everybody or stay with the laboring person while they go get some coffee. Um, but going back to what you said about your sister and her mother-in-law coming, that's another reason why one love was born because in our culture, that's very normal. How your sister was taken care of, that's very normal to us. And I really wanted to give that to as many families that would want it. See, I noticed that when I was like, my idea
0: of, becoming a mother, pregnancy, having a baby, it all came from that one experience. So I didn't have a whole lot of different things to like consider. I was just like, okay, well, I saw my sister have a baby and this is what happened. So, and I was like kind of (laughs) grumpy because I was like, well, why isn't this happening to me? Maybe I, maybe I should have not slept with a basic white guy from Utah. Like, (laughs) you know, but (laughs) So I was like going on the internet and I was realizing that there are tons of cultures that, you know, it's not, you know, either you're a hundred percent in a hospital or you're out in the woods giving birth in a river. Like there's this whole middle ground and like. I don't know. I just feel like there's other cultures out there that are so much more nurturing, especially in any kind of like family or medical aspect than we are here in the U.S. Oh, yes. And that was like
1: fascinating to me. Oh, yes. So um, we provide postpartum services as well. Um, I was like one of your episodes, you guys talked about, you know, going back to work and stuff, like having to go back. right away I don't know if it was you or the guest that talked about going back to work and working like your first day back 12 hours like those are the type of things that make me so sad yeah um, because really we're not ready we're just not ready and um I love that part that we get to even if it is that you only have six weeks but that you say okay I want postpartum care so that we go in there and we provide you the best care possible. So that at that six week mark that you're somewhat prepared. But if you're at, you're the whole six weeks trying to learn how to feed Milo and learn how to diaper. And Oh my God, what is this smell coming out of this belly button? I haven't <laughs> slept in, I haven't slept in how many days. I can't remember what, when I changed this shirt, but if you have somebody there to kind of like, Hey, Emma, you know, let me, let me make you something to eat. And did you drink enough today? You know, and have you gone to take a shower, those type of things to really get you recuperated? Yes, pregnancy and birth is not an illness. That's one thing I'm, I'm not gonna, like, stand for. We're not ill. We're not sick. We're not, you know, it is a natural thing. But right. we do, we do deserve that nurturing, like you said, because it's it's a big deal.
0: See, and that's one thing that I can say, like I didn't have a ton of like pregnancy care or postpartum care, but I also was not rushing to go back to work.
1: That's amazing. And
0: like, honestly, I couldn't have even, I didn't put Milo in daycare until he until we had moved to Utah um, from Elko, Nevada. And he was a like a year and a half I think um yeah. and he only went part-time and that was fine but like I could not have imagined at six weeks to like leave my baby in a daycare yeah or, and I had a c-section so at six weeks I didn't even have my checkup from my yeah my doctor until eight weeks so yeah. I just like, I can't imagine people who are trying to figure out all the, all of the things. There's so many, so many things. And like, you know, you go through so many ups and downs and your hormones are crazy, especially in the first two months. And it's like, I don't know. They say that there's only what is it? Three trimesters or whatever of pregnancy, but I'm like sitting here and I'm like,
1: I think it's more like four. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they call, they call, they do call that period the fourth trimester. It's pretty interesting. Yeah. The time of, of, um, postpartum, it's definitely called the fourth trimester and you really have to be kind to yourself. And yeah, definitely. Like you said, I have to echo on that. I, I couldn't imagine there are way more moms though that are having to go back even sooner than six weeks. Um, and all we can do is, you know, be kind to one another and lend each other a hand if we do see a mom going through that. So those are the things that fueled me to launch one love. And, um, we serve all of Tampa Bay and it's, it's truly an honor to be in that space. And, um, you know, we like I say, we want to continue to hold hands with you, like even early parenthood, because, of course, I have a little bit of experience. So <laughs> a lot of people come to me like, so how did you deal with, you know, the terrible twos and how did you deal with the first day of school? So um, I tell them, like, you know, let me give you some of my tricks, because definitely it's it's worked Um I was a teen mom with my first baby and, and that was a challenge in its own, but I think that's how it was meant to be. She truly, she truly taught us how to like, how to be parents. And she's an amazing, amazing, you know, young adult now, which that's, that's where you can see all of the hard work that you put in, like what you're doing right now, changing the bar and. Um, or, ch- or bringing stools to the bar for Milo and changing the dining room so that he can play his hockey. <laughs> he's going to come to you when he's Brianna's age that's, like, almost 22. And, and, like, Mom, I remember when you changed, you know, the dining room. And that was amazing. Because they remember everything. Aww. Yeah, See, I feel
0: like the terrible twos for me weren't as bad as the threes right now. <laughs> but I feel like maybe I don't know how it's going to hit me. I am a big old cry baby. I, Oh yeah. I was so tough. I never cried. I could handle anything. I had a mouth on me like a sailor. Oh my gosh. What, before I became a mom, I was like, whatever. I could do anything. I moved all over the country. It was crazy. And now that I'm a mom, I am like, I swear, the biggest, softest baby. I'm like a marshmallow. And Milo, oh, my gosh. Like, I cry all the time because I just love him so much. And I'm sitting here, yeah. and I'm like, man, I don't know if his first day of kindergarten is going to be as bad as, like, him going to college. Like, that oh my God. That might have me, like, out of commission for a good minute.
1: Yeah every milestone is is unique in its own and it's something that you just kind of like I try to just sit there and digest it and and I hope that because of course like in this age of social media as you can see on Curly Crown I document a lot about motherhood and and the reason why Curly Crown was born was because I wanted to highlight how motherhood doesn't have to be like boring, you know, and motherhood <laughs> doesn't have to be that you lose yourself. I talk a lot about, you know, staying true to your personal style and you know, um I know I love your
0: Instagram. I need to take more you. pictures of myself because Think, yes,
1: you do. I have like you none do.
0: That's why I sent you the link to our podcast recording late because I was sitting there like scrolling through your Instagram. I'm like, oh, that's so cute. Oh, that's so cute. (laughs) And then like you change your hair all the time. And I'm like, that's (laughs) fun.
1: (laughs) Well, your hair is your crown, you know, so I just play with my crown every so often. But that's how curly crown came about because I had like this big curly hair, which I used to straighten my hair for years. And then I started having these little girls and they had curly hair. And I was like, Yamel, what are you doing? Like, why are you straightening your hair? And you're going to preach to them that they should love their curly hair, right? Right. So I felt like a total hypocrite. And I'm like, (laughs) okay. From one day to another, I said, okay, no more straightening. I like stopped everything. And that's how Curly Crown was born. I would get like stopped in the street. Like, oh my God, is your hair real? It was like way bigger. And it just became a community, a community of, of fellow moms or, you know, powerful women that just, I felt, I think the way that I wore my hair for a long time, even now having it short, because I've been approached by a lot of women like, oh my God, how could you get a pixie? Did your husband let you get a pixie? Oh, and like, what?
0: what? Did my husband,
1: what? <laughs> yeah. Like, um, my husband, what? So that, This show is that even was more of a oh my god, YML, you need to continue with the blog because (laughs) there are actually people living out there that feel that they can't wear their hair a certain way because maybe their husband won't like it or find them sexy or whatever the case may be. But um, but yeah, you should definitely take pictures. Have Milo take them. Oh my girls. (laughs) My girls love to take pictures. Like, me, it would mom, be, let me take a picture.
0: It would be a lot of pictures of the back of my head or my feet. <laughs> there you go, Instagram. There you go.
1: That would be so cute. Or set a self-timer for the both of you. <laughs> I want that's, that's my challenge to you for 2020. I want to see more pictures of the both of you together on I mean, your feet. I, I would love that. I need to
0: figure out how to work my phone because... I don't know how this self-timer thing works, but I want so many more pictures of Milo and me like together, yes. not just a picture of him and then like a picture of me, but like the both of us.
1: Yes. So here you go. You have a, a quote unquote blogger friend. So I'll teach <laughs> you all the things about Lightroom, <laughs> about a tripod and about a timer.
0: Okay. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> As a mom, I know how important it is to have a good meal, and more times than not, I need something prepared, like, now. And I mean, like, right now. Because Milo goes from happy to hangry in a matter of just minutes. I'm pretty sure he gets that hangry Jackal and Hyde side from me, unfortunately. Which sometimes makes it hard to make healthy choices and not just hit the nearest drive through window. But not anymore. That's why I love Real Good Foods. Real Good Foods is currently offering 10,000 free product vouchers to the first 10,000 folks that text REAL GOOD to 474747. Feel good about mealtimes and snacks with Real Good Food. Make sure to text Real Good to 474747 for your chance to try Real Good foods for free. Once again, text Real Good to 474747.
1: Oh gosh, motherhood is definitely, definitely a trip. But like you were saying about crying and stuff and Just being a big mush, I want to say the most challenging thing that has happened to me as a mom is um, my baby getting her heart broken. That's been the most challenging. And and I'm sure she's going to be okay with me sharing that because we've had a lot of discussions and I never, you know, betray their trust or anything like that. But it was a learning experience for all of us. We were also, you know, in in love with this person as well. You know, he was a part of our family. We opened our arms to him, but it didn't go the way that we thought. So that probably has been the hardest thing. You know, thankfully, I haven't had any major surgeries or anything like that. I'm pretty sure moms that go through that, that's way worse. But what do you say? What do you say to your baby with a broken heart.
0: Oh, I don't know. Mm -hmm. See, I have just accepted the fact that Milo's never going to grow up and he's never (laughs) going to fall in love. And he's just going to be my little baby who lives at home forever.
1: I'm going to call you in 15 years and (laughs) say, Emma, how's it going? (laughs) Oh, see, and that
0: I I know boys get their heart broken too. Yes. you know but like that's one of the things that i don't know i i know it goes both ways but i think girls are just so much more sensitive and yeah. i remember like cuz i'm a girl so i remember what it was like i, I had my first boyfriend we started dating in the 8th grade and we dated like all through high school and he was like the love of my life at the time i was so madly in love with him and and you know I look back and I laugh at it now but it's like I don't know like because I'm a girl if I had a girl I feel like I could relate to her more yes but oh that's like one of the things I'm like I'm glad I have a boy because if I I would just be like sitting on the couch watching PS I love you and crying too because I like (laughs) I get it
1: Oh my god, that movie is just too much. <laughs> too much.
0: Wine Moms. It's 2020. I can't, I can't even believe it. But you know what that means? Yep. It's time to set some goals and make some resolutions. I know I am. And of course, just like everyone else, I want to make my home and my lifestyle healthier. That's where Zaya Active comes in. I'm 30 now. It's time to stop procrastinating and start taking my health and fitness more seriously. Zaya Active is a female-owned and operated US-based premium active lifestyle brand that's making huge waves in the health and fitness industry. To shop my favorite leggings and all of the other activewear pieces, visit myzaya.com/emadon. Now if you wanna join Zaya to get a lifetime twenty-five percent off discount on literally the best leggings ever, hit the join tab on myzaya.com backslash amadon.
1: Oh but yeah, that was probably one of the hardest moments in motherhood. And you just you know, you try to be I guess the best thing that you can do is just be present, just like anything else, just like when they're a brand new, squishy newborn, right? Oh, that's the best. Just being, that is the best. That's my favorite stage. Although the way, the age that the girls are now, like five and four, Juliana's about to be six, and um, they're always like, mom, stop, because I kiss kiss them so
0: much. Oh, I know. Milo's, Milo's getting to that. like mommy stop it or like i took him to daycare this can actually maybe even be my confession if you have prepared a confession i took him to daycare the other day and i dropped him off and he used to always like run back to me give me a hug give me a kiss tell me goodbye and now he doesn't he If he's, like, feeling it, if he's in the mood to go play, then he'll just go off and go play. Well, I dropped him off on Friday, and his dad was going to be picking him up. And I was like, man, I'm not going to see you until Monday. So I, like, go back into the classroom, all dramatic. (laughs) And I'm, like, giving him a hug, giving him a kiss. I'm like, I'm going to miss you so much. Like, I, I hate it when he leaves. It's nice because it's quiet. I can get a lot of stuff done. I can clean my house. I can you know, do some of, like, my personal projects and my, and work at home, and it's, you know, it's nice, but at the same time, I'm, like, I hate it. I hate shaking yeah. him, but I went back there, and I gave him a kiss, and he's, like, stop it, mommy. I'm, like, what? Am I embarrassing you? And he's, like, <laughs> yeah, so, oh, my gosh, I did the whole, like, jerky mom thing, where I, like, gave him an even bigger hug, smothered him in kisses, And he's like, "Mom," I'm like, "Uh, "Oh gosh."
1: That's your right. That's your right, isn't it? As a mom, we have rights. We gotta. (laughs) We have to take full, full. uh, How do you say? Full authority or full um, ownership of those rights? Yeah, full advantage of those rights because we definitely deserve them.
0: I just I didn't think it was gonna be at three. I thought it was gonna be more at like eight. (laughs) You know, he's just growing up so fast, and I knew the whole mom thing was coming, but it just, like, shocked me, and I'm like, you know what, I'm just gonna give you more kisses, because you just better get used
1: to it. Yep, (laughs) that's right. I I drown them with kisses, even the older ones. The (laughs) only one that's not very mushy like that is my son but every so often he'll come like I'll be cooking and he'll come and mind you now he's like way too taller than me and he wears like a size 13 shoe oh geez and he's he's only 13 (gasps) oh my yeah that's like my nephew my
0: nephew's like this jolly green giant
1: yeah it's crazy so he'll come and like hug me and I'm just like take it in the amount i I, I don't even move because i'm like okay if i move it's he's gonna go away you You might spook him (laughs) yes totally totally
0: so did you prepare a confession
1: i didn't but let me
0: think new year new wine and of course i'm talking nakedwines.com if you haven't tasted the delicious independently crafted wines from boutique winemakers around the world Can you even call yourself a fellow wine mom? Debatable. But don't worry, I got you, girl. Use code MOMMYWINES50 or click the link in the show notes below to receive your first six bottles delivered right to your door for only $34.99. That's $34.99 for six bottles of wine delivered to your door with code MOMMYWINES50.
1: You're welcome. I do have a mommy fashion. Okay. okay. So I don't, my kids make fun of me because they say, oh, when we, you know, we used to have to bring our lunch to school. And of course, William and the little girls still bring their lunch, but the older girls are like, we used to bring our lunch to school. and Here we are. Everybody opens up their lunchbox and they had like a Lunchable and they had Oreos. And here I am with, like, my carrot sticks <laughs> and, you know, um, organic cheese and all this. And I'm, like, yeah, because I want you guys to be healthy. So, like, in the house, we don't – I barely – like, if I buy juice, they, like, go crazy. They're, like, oh, my God. Like, they they make <laughs> fun of me. They These kids – this house is very much, like, a teasing. Like, we like to tease, tease each other. That's fun, though. So – My confession is that even though I am that person, and I am very conscious of what I make for them, and also what I buy, I am obsessed, when I tell you obsessed, with Takis, and Takis.
0: (laughs) Are those those chips? Yes. Like, this spicy chips? (laughs)
1: Yeah. And if you knew me personally, you would be like, that's, no it's not it's not even true that you could like that I'm totally (laughs) like I'm not I'm not a vegetarian but I barely any meat when I was growing up my grandma used to call me a rabbit because she used to make me a salad every day after school (laughs) so I'm that was totally so William introduced me to them my son and I'm obsessed and I will totally buy a bag and eat it as quickly as possible before I get home so I don't have to share with anybody (laughs)
0: I think I think we all do that though. like we have our snack that we like, yeah, also, we don't just like our guilty pleasure, but we have to like hide it from our kids.
1: Oh, yes, like certainly. Like,
0: like my guilty pleasure, well, I have two. One is healthy, one is not, but mine is vanilla wafers. and really? Yes, I love them. And I started getting the ones from Sprouts. It's like a natural grocery store out here in Utah.
1: Yeah, we have Sprouts too. Oh, nice. I love Sprouts. Yeah.
0: I started getting like healthier ones, you know, but they're still vanilla wafers. Okay. So <laughs> they are what they are. You can, you can you know, limit the ingredients as much as you want, but they're still a cookie. Right. And, but I hide them in the back of the pantry behind all of the pasta Because Milo also loves them, and I only eat them if he is sleeping, like at night, (laughs) or on the weekends that he's with his dad.
1: So funny. Sometimes I tell my husband, I'm like, can you please get the girls to sleep because I want to have a snack and I don't want to share with them.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The other one Milo also likes, when I was living in Las Vegas... Um, I was working at this Brazilian restaurant and me being, I'm originally from Cleveland. So me not being from Las Vegas, I didn't really know anybody. So all of my friends came from my work and Mm -hmm. we were this huge giant group of like friends. We'd hang out every day. We worked like all the time and it was super fun. Well, we would have like these cookouts or we'd like, you know, go on these like little driving trips or it was just super fun. We were always together. And a friend of ours, Nellie, she would, we'd always end up back at her house and she would always cook and she'd have this snack. It was like, um, just like sliced up or diced up, I guess, watermelon. And she'd put this seasoning on top. It's like a spicy, salty seasoning. And oh my gosh, me and Milo, I don't even know what it's called, but I just know what this, like the seasoning container looks like. And that is like (laughs) one of the things that's like, oh, like that and Italian dressing are always in our house. And we will just sit there and we will eat like a whole one of those mini watermelons.
1: So good. Oh my goodness. So much fun, yeah. My kids don't even know that. Well, they they're kind of catching on to it that I that I like the talkies, and they're like, "You like talkies?" <laughs> like, Maybe, but yeah, that's so funny. I just, so unexpected. I just read this
0: article about this little toddler who had to have like a I don't even know how to pronounce this a esophageal like surgery because that was his favorite snack. Oh my God, don't tell me that. And I think it's because he was a baby.
1: Well, yeah, because it's so, it's so acidic. It probably will, you know, if I was to OD on it like every day, (laughs) it will, you know, erode my esophagus for sure. Well, this toddler
0: was like Milo's age, three years old, and he was eating eating Takis. Every single day. Well, oh it turns out that because he's so little, nobody knew. But he was getting like heartburn and acid reflux.
1: Oh, poor little guy. And
0: it like corroded his his esophagus, and like he had wow. a surgery on it. And there was like this whole big thing. I saw it on Facebook, so I don't really know it. like how oh, true I gotta it look was. that up. But I gotta look that up. The picture of the article was the little boy in the hospital. Of course, very dramatic. He's fine. Mm -hmm. He survived. He just has to take like this um, acid reflux medicine um, and a picture of like a bag of Takis. And it's like no more processed foods and (laughs) all this crazy stuff. But that is what sparked my like my memory because I've never had them. I've had like the party mix one, but not like the rolled chip
1: one and well I think you would like it because since you like that powder that goes on top of the watermelon I know exactly what you're talking about and it kind of tastes like that but on chips yeah oh that sounds
0: delicious you're gonna ruin I... my life <laughs> <laughs> I You'll thought I was gonna DM come me. on here I'll be like okay everyone here's your mail. she's gonna fix her life but no <laughs> just kill me now I will guys I will fix your life (laughs) are you a coffee lover just like me sipping my morning java is the only way I can keep up with my toddler and busy lifestyle that's why I love Coffee Over Cardio Coffee Over Cardio is a premium coffee company started by female entrepreneur Abby Scott whether you love a good flavored blend or a strong roast Coffee Over Cardio is ideal for any jitterbug they are also carb-free, keto-friendly, sugar-free, and gluten-free. So pretty much that means they're completely guilt-free. Try Coffee Over Cardio's most popular flavors today, French Toast and New Doctors Orders Vanilla Hazelnut. Yum! <laughs> Make sure to use code 10emadon to save at checkout. Once again, that's 10emadon at coffeeovercardio.com.
1: Oh my goodness. So yeah, Curly Crown is just a space to just highlight that and I and I highlight a lot my relationship with my older girls because I find that to be another thing where you know, my mom and I, yes, she is amazing in in the birth space like I said before, but growing up, their age, we weren't that close. Um and I knew that I didn't want that for like for me and my girls. And I do see that a lot of mom-daughter relationships are very competitive and very like catty. Yeah, it's a weird dynamic. Isn't it? And I was just like, you know what? I don't want that. Now, just to clarify, they know I am not their BFF. I refuse to be that. I am their BFF in the sense that we are very close and we, you know, we have a bonds we have a very strong bond however I will not put the friendship before the mothering see and Never.
0: Th- I think that is a good way to do it for sure yes because I feel like a lot of the issues that I've seen and that I've chatted about like with other moms and other mommy bloggers especially there, there's all this information and all these to do's and all this advice for babies and toddlers and, and so kids. But then as they get older, the advice of parenting kind of stops. Yeah. And they're
1: not cute anymore. They're yeah. not as cute anymore. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they still look cute on your Instagram, <laughs> but yeah, but, like I feel like that's it. Like, you know, and mm-hmm. I think once it gets to a certain age, I don't know. I think it's harder to keep that parenting balance because, you know, they're more independent. They're more self-sufficient. Yeah. They still need
1: parents. They totally still need parents. And I find that, well, we find that my husband and I, you know, people will still ask us about our oldest. Like, oh, so she went away for college? Almost like it's a must. You know, don't get me wrong if one of them does want to go away for college, of course I'm going to support that. And, you know, we will be there. We'll be there for moving. We'll be there for whatever, but. And then just go home and cry in the corner of your bathroom. Definitely. For sure. (laughs) Oh, she, she said that she was moving in with a friend. I want to say like two years ago. And my boss is probably going to hear this. My boss and my RN role. And, she can vouch that I cried at work for like two days and Brianna hadn't even moved out like <laughs> I was just crying I was like oh my gosh she's gonna be hungry and what about if she gets sick and all this <laughs> stuff and my boss is like she's gonna live 30 minutes away you am like 30 minutes away." oh
0: see that's not as bad like I was thinking like going away to college is like <laughs> Princeton you know <laughs> NYC like, well, thankfully,
1: nice that the, the university that she goes to is soup, and it's one of the best, uni- like University of South Florida. So, oh, that's fun right there. But um, so with with that, like, I always when people are like, "Well, she didn't go away," and I'm like, "No," and that's it's totally fine. She has her own life for sure. You know, she works, she goes to school. Um, but definitely, I will like think our calendars and like hey when can we do brunch like i miss you. Yeah. And i think that that's very important. I think in our culture we want to rush them to be grown-ups. Like you have the rest of your life to be a grown-up to have to deal with bills and to have to deal with you know a mortgage if you feel like buying a house and all these big problems. Yeah. I I want to postpone that as much as possible, teaching them real life skills, of course, in the process, because I always tell everybody that asks me for advice, I'm like, you have to, you have to be conscious of the fact that we're raising adults, we're raising people to go out and leave our home, you don't want to raise them to be jerks, right? Yeah. So that's what we are always very conscious of, of like, okay, what are they going to be giving to, or what are they going to contribute to our population?
0: You know? I feel like me and you are like one person
1: <laughs> because totally.
0: I, well, I moved out. I was really, really young. I was 16 when I moved out and I left my, wow. like me and my mom kind of went our separate ways. And for me to go through that experience, it's so crazy because people are always like, like, I've, I've never turned to drugs or, you know, like, I never did anything bad. I just lived like a normal life and, yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's people hear that and they're like, oh, man, you moved out 16. Have you ever done drugs or?
1: all this crazy stuff.
0: And I'm like, no, I just like, I worked at a pizza hut and I went
1: to school. (laughs) Like, And look at you now. It was pretty normal,
0: but yeah, that's one of the things I really want to preach to Milo is for me, like I went through it. Like you don't want to rush and grow up super fast and, and Mm -hmm. like, he's never, I hope he's never going to have to, Like, as Mm -hmm. long as I'm around, he can come home if he wants or, you know, he can try to start a business and if it fails, so what? Like, if he wants to go to school and then realizes that he wants to go to a different school, like, that's fine. Like, all of these things. But, like, I just – I don't ever want him to be, like, bogged down by the responsibilities of being an adult. I just want him to do – what his little heart desires as like, as long as it doesn't hurt anyone else, it doesn't hurt him and it doesn't, you know, cause a catastrophe in the world. (laughs) Right. You know, do you little dude? Like, (laughs) right.
1: And have, have great experiences. We have, we, we have very simple rules here. Of course, sometimes I am the typical Latina mom where, I freak out if they're going to the movies, you know, sometimes I, that comes out of me, you know, I, (laughs) I am, I am my mother's daughter, but, um, we, we try to instill a lot of trust and an open door. And that as long as you don't give me a reason not to trust you, I'm going to trust you. Yeah. And we always remind them that, you know, if you're doing something productive, I'm going to help you, you know, Brianna, she, both of the older girls are in college and it's like, you're in college. Like, I don't need you to pay, pay 300 bills. Like you're in college. I just need you to focus on that because if we're able to, and this is something that a lot of parents kind of don't, don't focus on. They're like, Oh, you need to get your own place because that way, you know, you can get that experience and that you need to pay pay for your own place. So that way you can get that experience. But if you're not giving them like a solid foundation, then by the time that we are old and we're not able to provide for them, they haven't, you know, acquired all, all those skills, whether it is entrepreneurship or whether it is going to college. Yeah. Um. But like you said, th- this is their moment to for trial and error while we can support them.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, like, it it even comes down to, like, the littlest things. Like, I let Milo pick out whatever he wants to wear. And <laughs> sometimes... I'm not, that,
1: I'm not that good. I'm not that good.
0: <laughs> sometimes it's a home run. Other times he's wearing pajamas to school. and But I'm like, you're three years old. When in your life are you ever going to be able to wear whatever the heck you want yeah like you know and it's not like obviously like i can have my own style and you know you're very into style and you can wear what you want but there's always like these limitations like it has to be work
1: appropriate or oh yes you know we have to be in we have to fit into everybody else's mold i do have one little thing that i allow them to do well i do allow like the youngest she's a little firecracker and she will fight me on everything and <laughs> it has to be the shoes that she likes and it has to be you know like I don't want to wear a long shirt I want to wear a short like she's very feisty but a funny story is Juliana the five-year-old there there are these glasses right we're, we're all blind here <laughs> my husband and I got LASIK thank god but so, they're, Brianna, which is the oldest, her we found her first pair of glasses. I had them put away, like, in a little box. Aww. And Juliana found them. And homegirl swears that they're real. <laughs> she swears <laughs> that she needs to wear them every day because if not, she can't see. And you'll see her like, oh, my God, where are my glasses? I can't see. I can't see anything. <laughs> well, one, the glasses don't have lenses. <laughs> They don't have lenses. That's so, so cute. She goes everywhere with these things and people are like, oh, my God, you're so cute. You wear glasses. And she's like, yep, I wear glasses. <laughs> she wears them everywhere, even to school. So the teacher pulled me to the side one day and is like, I see Juliana's wearing glasses now. Do we need to, like, you know, change where she sits or whatever? I'm like, they're not real. Like she... <laughs> That's cute. Oh my gosh, <laughs> definitely. It's never a dull moment. As you can tell, being a mom, never a dull moment.
0: It's super fun. It's the most exhausting fun I've ever had.
1: Yep. Like, yep.
0: There were, it's so crazy, too, because there were nights where I would, you know, be back in Ohio, and I would go out with my friends, and we'd be out until, like, 2, 3 in the morning, or I lived in Vegas, and I would work, like, All night long, I would get home and it'd be like 630 in the morning. And I was never as exhausted as I am now. And I don't know if it's because I'm older, but there are days like on the weekends where I have Milo and we'll go out and we'll do like fun things. Like we'll go to a a trampoline park or we'll go up to Park City because it's super close to me. Or, you know, we'll just, like, even days, like, we're just at home, it's, like, 9 o'clock, and I'm, like, it is way past my bedtime. Right.
1: Or <laughs> or if you do go out, my husband and I always joke about this, we'll go out, and let's say we'll go to, like, a dinner party and come home by midnight, the next day we're, like, zombies.
0: Yeah. <laughs> You're, like, dragging your feet.
1: Like, who are we? What happened to us? <laughs>
0: Well, tell everyone where they can find you all over
1: the internet in your crazy life. <laughs> well, you can find me first and foremost on Curly Crown with a K. K-U-R L Y Crown. And that you'll see my family life. You'll get to see everybody that I was just talking about, the whole crew, like I say. <laughs> And um, then my business is One Love Doula Services. One Love, think of Bob Barley, One Love. Nice. Um, And there we talk about all things prenatal, labor, birth, postpartum, newborn. The other day I was filming a tutorial on wearing your baby. And that was like my DMs were blowing up because everybody wanted me to do it over and over again. (laughs) And asking questions. So there we talk a lot about that space. But um, I hope you guys find your way and we can be friends. And you can see all about my crazy life of being a mom of five.
0: Absolutely. And then I'll link all of your stuff um, yes. in the show notes below. So if anybody's interested and wants to give you a follow or, you know, reach out. If you're in the Tampa, is it Tampa Bay, Florida?
1: Tampa. Yeah. Yep. Tampa Bay, Florida.
0: If you're in the area and you're expecting have any questions, reach out.
1: Definitely.
0: Well, thank you so much for being my guest today. It was a blast having you on.
1: For sure. This was awesome. Thank you, Emma. And I'll I'll be um teaching you how to take those pictures with Milo.
0: Yes. We need to DM <laughs> back and forth because I will. That is a necessity. I, I don't think I have like any that weren't Christmas photos from two
1: years ago. Oh, we're gonna change that for 2020 for sure. <laughs>
0: that'll be that'll be my
1: I was thinking about doing the three hundred and sixty five day challenge. Oh my God. I would I, I would so love to do that. I don't think I'm that like structured or disciplined I should say but you should totally try
0: I know at least like the promos for my podcast episodes will take off like a big chunk (laughs) But, (laughs) but yeah I'm gonna have to do that and definitely let's stay in touch yes for sure are you a fan of the mommy wines podcast well of course you are or you wouldn't be hearing this right now One of the best ways to support the show you love, besides obviously tuning in every Wine Wednesday for new episodes, is shopping the Mommy Wines merch store on teespring.com. This is where you'll find all of the Mommy Wines branded goodness, mugs to hold your coffee over cardio morning java, iPhone and Samsung cases, premium ultra soft hoodies perfect for upcoming cooler months, and of course flowy teas and tanks flattering on every mommy out there. Go shop the Mommy Wines storefront on teespring.com and make sure to use code WINEMOM for free shipping. Today's episode of the Mommy Wines podcast was brought to you by NakedWines.com, Zaya Active, and Coffee Over Cardio. Do you love the show? Show your support by shopping the Mommy Wines podcast merch store at teespring.com or by becoming a monthly supporter of the show by clicking the support button at anchor.fm backslash mommywines, or you can use the support link in the show notes below. Have you been wanting to start your own podcast? Join the MW Podcast Network. All info on the MW Network, merch, partnerships, coupon codes, episodes, blog posts, and so much more can be found at themommywines.com. As always, thank you for listening, and until next week, wine moms, parent and drink responsibly.